The Expansion of Slavery In the first part of the 19th century, the heated sectional controversy between the North and the South grew ever more antagonistic as they debated the expansion of slavery in the West. Missouri Compromise 1820 In 1819, Missouri petitioned to join the Union as a slave state. This raised issues over the uneasy balance between slave and free states and the morality of slavery, and ominously shaped sectional identities and rivalries as never before. The Missouri Compromise allowed Missouri to enter the Union as a slave state, brought Maine into the Union as a free state, and prohibited slavery north of 36 degrees 30 latitude. Manifest Destiny In the 1840s, a fervent belief in expansion gripped the United States. In 1845, a New York newspaper editor, John O'Sullivan, introduced the concept of manifest destiny. This described the very popular idea of the special role of the United States in overspreading the continent. The phrase implied divine encouragement for territorial expansion, in order to spread Protestant, democratic values. Texas and the Mexican-American War American settlers declared the independence of Texas from Mexico in 1836, in order to create a new American slave state. The final annexation of Texas from Mexico to the United States was overseen by President James K. Polk. His victory in the Mexican-American War, 1846-8, resulted in the Mexican Cession, which added nearly half of Mexico's territory to the United States, including New Mexico and California. These acquisitions reawakened debates regarding slavery. The Compromise of 1850. The issue of whether the newly acquired Western territories should be slave states or free soil states consumed Congress in 1850. Congress passed five laws, known collectively as the Compromise of 1850, that people on both sides of the divide hoped had solved the nation's problems. However, the compromise ultimately amounted to a truce in an otherwise white-hot sectional conflict between the North and the South. The Kansas-Nebraska Act 1854. This act applied the principle of popular sovereignty to the organization of the Kansas and Nebraska territories, dictating that the people of these territories would decide for themselves whether to adopt slavery. This opened the door to chaos between pro-slavery and abolitionist forces. The act also inspired the formation of the new Republican Party, committed to arresting the further spread of slavery. The U.S. political system was now polarized along sectional fault lines. The Dred Scott decision, Dred Scott v. Sanford was an important 1857 case in which the slave Dred Scott was denied his freedom. The Supreme Court more broadly ruled that blacks could not be citizens and Congress had no jurisdiction to impede the expansion of slavery into the territories. Republicans erupted in anger at this decision, which rendered their party's central platform unconstitutional. John Brown's Raid In October 1859, the radical abolitionist John Brown and 18 armed men, both blacks and whites, attacked the federal arsenal in Harper's Ferry, Virginia. They hoped to capture the weapons there and distribute them among slaves to begin a massive uprising that would bring an end to slavery. The mass uprising ultimately failed to materialize, and Brown was hanged by the state of Virginia for treason. Reaction to John Brown's Raid 
Southerners viewed Brown as a terrorist and grew apprehensive at the possibility of other violent plots by a hostile majority to destroy slavery. Support for secession, splitting of southern states from the Union, grew. The election of 1860 threatened American democracy when the elevation of Republican Abraham Lincoln to the presidency inspired secessionists in the South to withdraw their states from the Union.